You have a lot to focus on every day. Let Virginia Premier focus on your health coverage. Our health plan is only focused on Virginia, so we can connect you with quality health care and local resources. Our added benefits give you more value on top of your medical and drug coverage from Virginia Medicaid. See our benefits at virginiapremier.com slash Medicaid and have your whole family with the same health plan. Virginia Premier, focused on Virginia, focused on you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's Tuesday, December 27th, 2022. My name's Dave Neal, host of Bachelor Nation News. We got some content to get your way. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Bachelor Rush Hour. Feeling good out there. Enjoying this nice week off. Do you have a week off? I don't. Uh, the week after Christmas, but before New Year. That lazy, lazy week where we just watched the British Baking Channel, right? Just different shows. Uh, we prepare for those New Year's resolutions by jamming as many cookies down our throats. Well, if I'm going to try to lose weight next year, I might as well eat as much as I can now and just uh, load it all up, right? I'm trying my best to start my new, uh, my, my proper eating, you know? I don't want to trigger anybody with the conversation, but it's so hard. Uh, anyway, yesterday, and as you guys know, this whole week I've been... Um, uh, recapping and recording from North Carolina. Well, we left the cabin yesterday, and I'm staying now with Tasha, my wife's sister, in South Carolina, just a couple hours south of there, right across the border. And um, I've got a nice little studio set up right here. They've got a nice little living room on top of their um, garage. And the lighting's great. You'll see from my videos today, they came up pretty nice. I was all natural lighting. And oh my gosh, you got to be kidding me. The, the size property you can get in South Carolina for one third the cost of Los Angeles. It's like, I'm sorry. I might live in, I might have to move to South. You know what I mean? It's so amazing how much space exist here and it's like for what why is it worth more and i get it some places are higher cost of living than others but it just uh, make it make sense folks i could be the mayor of des moines did you know that i could literally buy des moines right now if i wanted to uh, for the cost of a small studio apartment in los angeles california but you know that's uh, the, these uh, every state's got different perks and values and um living in uh, the the only mediterranean climate outside of the mediterranean provides a high cost of living apparently well we'll be going back wednesday night to los angeles but it's been great on the east coast enjoying some friends and family i made four youtube videos today that's right four videos i'm only gonna play two of them for you today because uh, i was barrel scraping we kind of stretched it out my first video that i'm not going to share with you here you can go watch that was uh, michelle young doing a tiktok video where uh you know it's one of those things where the tiktok will tell you uh who you're going to kiss on new year's eve and it, it basically said she's going to kiss her ex's best friend which of course would be rodney so we made a whole video about that and discussed why rodney wasn't named bachelor when he should have been a lot of criticism uh, thrown his way. You can go listen to that full YouTube clip, but Justin Glaze, not I'm sorry, not his way, uh, criticism towards the producers for not 
making Rodney the Bachelor when it seemed everyone thought he would have been a great fit. Of course, there was uh, an element of race, uh, which always exists when they choose someone like a Clayton or a Zach over someone like a Rodney. You go, what, what's going on here? So that does exist. I think if anyone thinks it doesn't exist, they're not, uh, they're not understanding how it all works and what is out there. That is not me defending them, but that's saying let's have an honest conversation. So I did just that, and that's on the YouTube channel. Now, the clip I'm going to play for you first here is Jason Tartik on his Trading Secrets podcast discussing how much money he made this year influencing. Guys, it's a lot of money. And like I said, and I'll say in this video, if there's anyone that wants to get out there and pursue a different life path, you have a lot of opportunity. It's never been easier to create a Shopify account, to uh, make TikTok or Instagram videos. We all have cell phones. With The technology all exists out there. The question is, which of the limitations, i.e. excuses, do you want to use to keep you from achieving your dreams? And yes, that's me calling you out. What's it going to be? I don't have enough time. Uh, Jimmy has to go to school. Uh, my husband needs help with it. What? I don't know what it is, folks, but just know we all make choices every day. And as I told my wife yesterday in a 30-minute long video, which you can find on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Neil, I made a private behind-the-scenes bonus video while we were driving from North Carolina to South Carolina. One of the things that Tasha and I were talking about, it's like, look, I've abandoned some aspects of my professional life and I want to get them back. I want There's other things I want to do that I have not done over the last few years because I've been so focused on making the YouTube channel work. Well, now part of that's going to become a breathing more life and energy into my stand-up comedy, which I just feel like it's very hard and this isn't a limitation. This is just me speaking to you guys. It's very hard for me to sit down and write when I know I could go make another YouTube video that'll make me more money. Uh, life's not all about making money. Life's about investing in the things we love to do that bring us joy and create creativity. And sometimes there isn't that easy payoff. My The way my... ADHD brain works is that I can accomplish tasks if I know I can complete them today. If I know I can make a video, I make it. If I have to write a screenplay that might not have payoff for three months, it's very challenging or no payoff at all. It's very challenging for me to do that because um, I work on short-term rewards and stand-up is not a short-term reward. So I have to continuously look at how I can invest in things that have a longer payoff. And remember, I'm not swimming in the deep end. I'm in the shallow. I can formulate a a, a a plan of attack that has uh, uh, that that is visionary that has payoff that is bigger than what my audience might believe and that's bigger than what my friends and family might believe. We all have that capability. How do we get out of the deep end, get into the shallows and attack and learn and grow and use our best skills and that's what New Year's resolutions are all about. I hope you guys are actively thinking about ways that you can improve. One of the ways I'm going to find more time in the day to be focused is to not be on my phone in bed. How many how many days where we maybe wake up and it's 6:15 but we don't want to get out of bed till 7:15. We just wasted an hour scrolling endlessly when we could be doing something productive. You can't create and you can't consume at the same time. You have to pick and choose which one you want. Now I love it when people consume my content. Maybe you're driving home from work today. And that's the perfect time to consume a little content. You can't really do too much. So no hate there, but find out what you can turn off. 
device-wise in your life and find out what you can turn on or turn turn into. And Jason Tartik is uh, having those conversations about growth, about building your own equity, and about um, about growing uh, in ways that provide you more power, the ability to say no to things because it's not all about the money because you 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 you're, you're controlling the direction of your destiny. That's what it all comes down to. Have a listen to this first clip, Jason Tartik, Trading Secrets. We've got Jason Tartik explaining how much money he made influencing in 2022. As we know, he hosts the Trading Secrets podcast and he does like an end of the year sort of audit where he explains how much he made, his biggest brand deal. As you can see from the thumbnail, his biggest brand deal was $125,000. Total influencer revenue, that number that you see right there blurred out is over $1 million. We're going to hear him explain it right now. I personally love the personal finance side of The Bachelor, the sort of side that says, hey, how much can you make out there? He discusses how Clayton realized um, the money wasn't as easy as he thought it would be, but if you work hard and provide value, how much money you can make with an audience of his size. So let's let's, let's watch the trailer, then I'm going to play three or four different clips for you guys. What was the biggest deal that you had? Instagram, biggest one, 125K. What was your total social media revenue? for 2022 last year you were trembling and stumbled over your words and you're a little more comfortable in the all right so we're going to get to that right now just remember if you feel a certain way about influencers sharing how much money they're making probably it's because we've been trained not to discuss our finances it's very important that these conversations happen and it's um, a nerve-wracking thing because jason is only going to get judged from people um uh, it's a very taboo subject as it were all right so First, let's hear what he has to say about going from the corporate world where you have a steady income to the world of influencing and essentially being your own your own boss. You're a W-2 employee, like I was in corporate. I know that unless something material, like really Easy. big happens, that I know what my paycheck will be like tomorrow, mm-hmm. next week, next month, and planning and budgeting for that becomes so much easier. I don't know. The other thing is, not only do I not know, I can never turn it off. It's very yeah. easy, at least in my perspective, especially when like, I don't know, you're incentivized a lot by money. It's very easy to just be like, I know if I go work four more hours in this corporate job, I know they're not rewarding for me in any way. Like yes. even the sub- so essentially it comes down to equity, having equity and ownership share in what you do. It's why I'm podcasting or making content with you guys while I'm away because I know that that's the only way that I make my living is by continuing to throw coal into the fireplace, right? That's the only way we can keep this train going into the furnace. And that's okay. That's all right. I mean, it's it's a uh, it's motivation to keep working. Uh, more so than just making the day-to-day money. There's also the fear of losing an audience if you're just randomly gone for a week or two. I mean, when you go to your favorite store, uh, you expect them to be open at reasonable hours. You guys expect me to have three to four videos every morning for you. And and that's okay. That's not a, you know, I'm not uh, complaining. It's it's part of the gig here. All right, let's go to the 21 minute mark. And then, like I said, at the very end, we're going to get to the uh, part where he breaks down how much money he made this year. Jason Oppenheim was not paid and no guest has been paid. And Jason Oppenheim gave me an all-time 2022 Trading Secrets memory when he absolutely put you in the hot seat saying that he had about seven minutes to record an entire episode. So that was that was electric. I will say this though. I have, yeah. I got paid 
Evan, can you come off mute and help me with this? There is a group out there that will pay people to go on podcasts, like cameo, if you will. Evan, mm. how- by the way, I think this is a horrible idea because uh, if you're a podcaster to pay for your guest, because I feel like guests, there's an exchange that happens when you go on someone's show. The exchange being, I'm going to get, uh, I'm going to get in front of a new audience. I'm going to give them value. They might come onto my channel. When you start throwing money into it, I feel like it's all for the wrong reasons. But uh, should Jason turn down the money? Heck no. If the money's out there, I would take it. Guestio. Okay, so you can go out there. Suppose you're starting a podcast, people, and you're just like, we're trying to get guests and you're struggling. You can go to Guestio. You can buy, you can pay for someone to come on, right? How much did I, I forgot. Was it three grand? 3,500? 2,500? 3,500. Okay, so I got paid $3,500 to do an $3,500 to do an interview. Can you imagine? Just for him to talk, just for him to show up. I don't even know if he had to do it in person, just to have a conversation. And friends, when we look at our New Year's resolutions for 2023, that is why we look at building your own brand and having that equity because the money's there. This is where Marshall, our editor, inserts the drum roll. Jason Tardick, <laughs> I must ask you, what was your total social media revenue for 2022? It was, so it's the answer, I, what's ironic, and that's why I'm going, I'm, I have QuickBooks up, I'm looking. Ironically enough, it was just over, so it's over a million bucks. The reason I have QuickBooks wow. up is because it's ironic that last year at this time, when you interviewed me, the mm-hmm. answer was the exact same. It was just it's over a million bucks. The yeah. reason I'm... I don't know if that's the definition of irony. Looking something up, so everyone that knows, is my December and some of my November numbers for this year haven't been done. So I mm. want to be accurate here and run the report. And look, guys, I get it. I'll sympathize with you if you're in a job you don't like, you don't get paid enough, you're not valued enough. I get it. We've all been there. The idea being the world is moving forward with the influencer model. The world is moving forward with small business, straight to consumer model. So how can you provide information and entertainment or a combination of the two. How can you provide value to somebody, whether by owning your own Etsy shop or whatever it is? Think about that. What brings you joy? How can you turn that in some way or another into a living? And again, something might provide you joy and you don't want to turn it into a living. You just love bowling. You don't want to be a bowling. But, you know, I've got a friend who loves Formula One racing. And I was like, hey, buddy, I think you should start your own Formula One racing YouTube channel. You're an actor, you're a comedian, and you love talking about this stuff for free. Make some money on it, you know? Uh, go out there and be a commentator. You know, just make it make it work. And for some people, that's exactly what they do. Uh, and I'm sure some of you guys out there, this may, may ring true with the new year coming that you're going to have, you know, some passion projects you want to jump into. I totally get it. All right, let's see here how much he made just on TikTok alone, which I was actually surprised by this answer. I didn't I didn't know there was this much money in TikTok, but we're going to cut to what Jason Tartik made on TikTok. Yeah. So this is, yeah, about 16,000 then this year. Yeah, 16, 15,000 this year. Are you making money off TikTok? YouTube? Yeah. And you get in the... Yeah. Pre, yeah. I would say around... So TikTok, I have... Last year, this time, I had around 130,000 followers. Now I have around mm-hmm. 166 or 65. I've made, I don't know... You're chipping away. 100-ish, 100-ish K on TikTok. 
$100,000 on TikTok alone. He didn't say he's making any money on YouTube, judging by his channel here, which by the way, um, oh, that's not the one I wanted. Let's, my, uh, let's see here. If we go to Jason Tartik's YouTube channel for trading secrets, my guess is they're not making any money, but short form content will start making money on YouTube starting in February. But if we look here, there's only a th uh, 15,000 subscribers. Their thumbnails are absolute garbage. Is this even the same video? Um, this might be the wrong channel. Um, either way, I don't think he's making much money on there. Let's let's search Jason Tartik here. Jason Tartik. The point being is that YouTube's the only revenue sharing program out there. Okay, I think I had the wrong YouTube the very channel. Very first season on. So YouTube's the only revenue sharing. So on TikTok, he has to negotiate sponsors, this and that. Whereas YouTube, you just get a portion of all of the revenue earned. But you know, he's getting four hundred views, a thousand download. You know, this is these are not good numbers. So my advice to Jason would be uh, that he needs to. Um, he needs to like spend a lot of time and energy or have someone investing in his YouTube channel because he's already got all the content out there. I say the same thing about Caitlin Bristow and I know they're making a fortune, so they probably don't want to do this, but like long-term play for long form content is and only will be YouTube. All right. So anyway, that's just my pitch there. If anyone wants to check it, check out my Patreon. I've got a private membership-only community. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And I actually recorded a about a half an hour long video um, driving um, to South Carolina with my wife, and we discussed all of the behind the scenes of the channel, where we're trying to grow this, that, and the other. Um, trying to grow the podcast more this year in our second month of the podcast, which is Bachelor Rush Hour, which is the daily podcast that combines everything we do on YouTube. Uh, in the second, the first month made five hundred twenty dollars. That was November in December. It's set to make around $750. I'm going to try to grow that 10 times to the size. Um, it's not there. It's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of interviews, uh, getting on different podcasts, this and that. But I think there's a big market that exists on podcasting that I'm not a part of, just like Jason's not a part of the YouTube market. There's so many different revenue streams. You can't always attack them all at once. My suggestion for people is to try to dominate one of them and then try to kind of spread it apart. All right, so let's go to the 46-minute mark. Our final uh, piece here is going to be the topic of judgment. So let's just have a listen. I think it's really important. If you're feeling judged, just recently learned this from therapy, a lot of judgment out there. I'm mm -hmm. afraid of what people think of me. It's something I'm working on. I need to care less. But judgment is something, it's one of two things. If someone is judging something, it's something that they wish they had. So if I'm judging someone for something. It's likely that I'm judging them for it because it's something deep down I wish I had. I'm envious yeah. or, or there's some type of insecure of something I don't have. Therefore, I make a judgment that makes me feel better about it. Or it's something that you resent about yourself that you see in someone else. Very deep, very deep stuff there. So when it comes to the taboo nature of talking about how much money you make, I think it's important to to listen to these kind of conversations where people are actually going out there. It's frightening. There's a reason I don't talk about it on my channel because I've got nothing but, um, you know, it's it's used as a way to criticize others. And, and it, it, it's, it's, it's so taboo, it's weird. But would I talk about it on Jason Tartik's podcast? I would open up 100% all of the ad revenue, how much everything's making and this and that, because I think it's an interesting convo to have. And for those of you guys that are interested, 
uh, first of all, on the Patreon, I do share all of that. Complete open book. All of the year-end revenue. I will share that at the end of this week, um, what 2022 did compared to 2021. With my channel, just like with Jason's, it held uh, the same amount uh, pretty much from the 2021 level. Maybe more. Maybe a little bit more this year, even though my um, my ad rates went down, which is a random fluctuating number. So I actually made about probably twenty thousand dollars less per view than I made last year for no reason other than maybe it's because the economy's kind of chilled out. We're not working from home as much. I don't really know. Uh, my channel hasn't changed. It's 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 just a behind the scenes thing. But we talk about that all on the Patreon. If you want to be, if you want to know more about the behind the scenes of the finance world, uh, it is interesting. And I have to tell you, I think that's what makes my channel sort of interesting is that we discuss the growth side of the channel. I've found that what's more what's what's interesting to my audience is not just the bachelor content, but also me in the business of of um, of my brand and growing it. So I'm happy to share that with all of you. And I'm going to be sharing the podcast as it continues to grow. Right now, this whole week is probably going to be kind of slow. Probably be slow the next couple of weeks until we ramp up for the next season of The Bachelor. But I have to tell you, I mean, I'm expecting big things. I'm expecting 2023 to have like a good chunk of my revenue come from the podcast. Maybe there's some brand deals out there. Um, but uh, it seems like we'll be collaborating with a lot of big bachelor podcasts and we're going to just keep on trying to grow the niche until we get to a point where it's grown as far as it can grow and we'll have to see what happens then but we're still squeezing some juice out of this lemon as it were all right let's go to our next clip of the day this is justin glaze on the almost famous podcast with guest andrew spencer and ashley i and they talk about a lot of different things so it's a big deep dive into bachelor in paradise uh if you want to hear more of what they talked about go check out their full interview they do a pretty good job i think the production value could be a little higher for just the audio i think they could do a better job with that um, but the actual contents ashley does a really good job of uh being a, a good fan of the show and also has the insight as an alumni who knows how the inner workings go all right here's the clip have a listen let's just play the trailer that they have on the almost famous podcast first and then we'll play the several different clips Justin, yeah. um, explain the, the treat that was left by your meet and greet area. <laughs> the one? The one. So, uh, you know, throughout the night, Andrew and I, you know, we got a couple Christmas cards. We got a nice water bottle. Yep. You know, very couple numbers. A yep. couple numbers. I was asking for, you know, um, some recommendations around the area, Newport, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, at the end of the night, we... Uh, we received a thong. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I can't believe I'm to say this, but it's like, I like a tasteful amount of crazy. Not yeah. not crazy, yeah. crazy, but like, it's a little bit, it's like mm -hmm. funny crazy, you know what I mean? Like for somebody to do, like it's bold, bold crazy, yeah. funny. It does, this is us being that he dated Genevieve and Victoria. And yes, not at all. Yeah, Gemini, everyone. He's Gemini. He's <laughs> as, as, a, as an Aquarius and a friend, I, I, I've seen... How he loves just the bad banter, the 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 mm -hmm. music kind of okay, banter. That's <laughs> you guys have like legitimately just told your paradise story so simply. You're with Teddy the Virgin, and then he was with just like right 
touch of crazy. The right touch of crazy, of course, that being Genevieve and Victoria. Uh, I didn't realize they talked about being in Newport. They were at Audrey's, which is um, Ashley's coffee shop in Rhode Island, and then mentioned they were going to Newport, my hometown. Come on, Andrew, Justin, reach out to me. I'll give you some recommendations for my hometown. All right, so we're going to jump to the 42-minute mark. There's a lot in this podcast. You can go listen to it. I'm just kind of breaking it down and giving you the highlights, but of course, go support the original stuff here. Uh, But let's just have a listen. I love the way Andrew's such a great guest on podcast because he brings out the fun in other people that he's with. He did the same thing with Greg Grippo. He's doing the same thing with Justin here. All right, so we're going to listen. All right, what is it going to take to get you in paradise? And I was, they're like, who do you want to see? And I was like, well, she ain't going to be there. (laughs) And they were like, who? I was like, I was like, you get Tasha on that beach, I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> they were like, all right, we'll, uh, we'll see what we can do. But obviously that was not going to happen. Have you slid into Tasha's DMs? Have you ever met her in real life? Oh, yeah. I mean, she was co-host with us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've talked before. Like, did, like, did you try to test the waters there? Um, No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. Nah. Um, when she was your host, she was still in a relationship. Correct. No, I think she's great. Cool. So Justin couldn't slide into Tasha's DMs because she was still in a relationship when Justin co-hosted with her. Well, hey, she's single now as far as we know, Justin. So see what it's all about. Let's try to set it up. Yeah. Hook a brother up. Okay. <laughs> okay. So she wasn't going to come, but uh, so who else was on your list? Yeah. So I had a very short list um, in no particular order. Um, I was like Genevieve, Sally, Eliza okay. were the three. All three show up. Yeah. Um, he liked Genevieve, Sally, and Eliza. That's a very dramatic trio right there. <laughs> that was my that was my very short list. And, you know, I, again, I had no strategy going into Paradise. I remember I was on a podcast, and they were asking me, like, oh, who are you looking forward to seeing? And I was like, I want to keep it close to the vest. So the whole question, who are you looking forward to seeing? This is what the show does. They'll pair who you're interested in. They'll look down the whole list. They'll see who they can put on the beach. I mean, there must be some board with headshots where they just scramble it all together because they don't just randomly throw 30 people. No, no, no. They, they, they know where the side stories are. They knew Sally and Justin had previously made out. They know all these things. Like... You know, because people were like almost claiming, you know, it's like, I don't want to put any pressure on the situation. I've never met, you know, two out of the three. I'd never met Genevieve or Eliza. So I'm like, this is purely speculation. But I was like, again, honest guy. I was like, I met Sally, you know, like, I know she's cool. So if she was there. You made out in, in uh, a stagecoach. Yeah, stage right. yeah. I love Ashley that she, she'll call these things out. She has no problem. Oh, yeah, I made out with her. <laughs> like, Ashley just knows because she's a fan. That's why Ashley's a, I think Ashley does a really good job with her podcast. You guys know me. I'm the first to criticize people for their audio or their quality. Ashley is an alumni and also a fan. And I think that's what makes her so good at what she does. That was it, right? So I was like, I've met this person so I can vouch for her and like personality be like, yeah, we, I I think we would connect, right? Mm -hmm. And people took that since that was the only name that I said is like, oh my God, they're they're planning to, I'm like, no, I have others that I just don't want to throw out there because I'm such an in-person guy. I I was like, I want to see their personalities. You know, in person. He goes, I've got others. I've got a binder full of women. I've got a disgruntled docket, if you will. I've got... <laughs> um, not just from TV and social media, so I don't want to shout their names out. Um, 
And so when I got down there, obviously, you know, Genevieve first. And and by the way, very smart. He doesn't want to share with the world who is on his list. Because God forbid he's like, and he already did it with Tasha, but God forbid he's like, oh, you know, all I want is to meet Katie Thurston. Okay, Katie Thurston's a bad example. She, you know, they were on the season together. But if, but, but the point being is if he falls for someone that wasn't on this list, they're going to be like, well, why don't you go back to flirting with Tasha? you know? Then, mm. yeah, you know, Sally was there for like 25 minutes. And Do you think that they were trying so hard to get her down there? I really, it almost seemed like against yeah. her will at a certain point because they thought that it could stir things up with the situations you were in. Yeah. Oh, for sure, okay. for sure. I mean, I remember I came back from my date with Victoria, and I go to the bar to get a drink from Wells, and they have somebody come up like, "Hey, Justin, did you hear about Sally's suitcase?" I'm like, "What are you guys talking about?" And they're like trying to get a reaction out of me. I'm like, "I'm like, what?" You know, and they did the whole suitcase saga thing. I'm like. Okay, I know what I know what's going on, yeah. right? The whole suitcase saga. Yeah, Justin didn't really take the bait as far as the drama goes. He really, I mean, th- there was a, l- a few dramatic moments, but not nearly what could have been. I, I, no, do I think that he's there for all the right reasons? Uh, I think he's about as close as you're going to get to somebody who's very much emotionally mature. Let me know what you guys think about that. He's an artist, though. He's going to wear his heart on his sleeve. I think the show could benefit from having that type, uh, you know, an artist and someone who's passionate like that. Now, could the show producers not think that Justin's ready and, and, and they kind of put him more in the F-boy mentality? Maybe. What do I know? I don't know if he's ready or not. The ultimate gift. Energizer, right, here we go. you come clip. in and, you know, Eliza is has a thing with Rodney. He is like in love, mm-hmm. calling her future wifey, all mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Andrew, how awkward did you feel that like your two best guys were there like trying to fight over the same girl? Uh, he, and Andrew, you didn't hear that off my key. Andrew said that's the worst. Yeah. So what you had here is you have Rodney and Justin. Uh, very good friends and also good friends with Andrew and no one was in the wrong. They're on a TV show where they're trying to find love so they're not in the wrong but it was heart-wrenching because Justin was made out to be the bad guy who kind of came in for Eliza when she was already established with with Rodney. So It was so stressful um, because they're both great guys and you know when Justin came down it was it, it's only it was, the only difference was if it would, if it would have started at the same time then it's like, oh, well, let's, you know, let's see how it plays out. But I got to see Rodney and Eliza like a week before for a week. And I mean, like they were like attached to the hip and I'm seeing just smiles. And, like, and he's talking about all these things. And Justin comes down and I'm like, oh, he's coming for her. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I'm like, OK, well, let's see how it goes. You mean let the best man win. I'm going to try and stay neutral as possible. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I'm not going to jump into this one. And I think they put a soundbite in me saying like, um, but I was talking about Eliza. I was like, Eliza sees Justin, and he's like this shiny new toy. Like we've been here on a week. When you're, yeah, I was messed up. When you're, <laughs> we're on the beach doing the same thing for a week. Like you want, you want to look for something different or like get a little bit of different aspect. I feel like that's off the jump. I'm not saying he was anything wrong. I'm saying that she was seeing it as him coming down. Like oh wow, there's another boy here that I'm interested in. You know what I mean? I want to go and you know. And I was like oh wow. I think you have a guy right now who's like literally throwing the kitchen sink at you. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I looked at it. And, you know, I, I was like, you know, very supportive of both of them. And I, you know, I think I looked after him a little bit more when it comes to like knowing how the off screen was going to happen because we were talking about it the whole time. We're like, 
Yeah, you know, we know Rodney's very loved in this franchise. Yeah, I knew. Andrew knew that Justin was going to get vilified, and Justin being Andrew's friend, he kind of felt bad for him. I knew it was going to probably look bad for me. And like, and like, when you went home, I was like, oh, that was low key best scenario for. For just the backlash happening. And then, of you know, course, I, I, Justin is approached by Eliza in Baltimore, and he kind of is like, I don't know if we should do this. You kind of didn't want me earlier. I think it would have been very uncomfortable. Um, well, was that, especially when you watch it back and a lot of your friends seem to be on his team? Yeah, I mean, it sucked. Um, <clears throat> even coming back on the beach, like I felt like the new guy. I felt like super ostracized, and it was very uncomfortable. I mean, I remember coming in that night to, to get Eliza to take her on the date. Like, you could hear a pin drop. It was so mm-hmm. uncomfortable. And, um, yeah, it sucked. Like, I felt, <clears throat> I felt really guilty for being the person to come in and do that. And I laser-focused. Um, and, and that's why it was so refreshing because I was willing to do all that knowing the repercussions. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, there. Uh, I don't know why this clip ended here, but... The uh, summary that I've received was that he, um, uh, the, the, a lot of people have wondered, how, why did things not work out with Justin and Eliza? And to summarize it, uh, he went to LA to see her, and in these, these, this is from his side, you know, it could have been differently. She wouldn't tell him where she this was. This episode of Almost oh, Famous is me. brought to you by... She, she wouldn't tell him where she was, and when it came down to seeing her, he, she kind of ghosted on him. That was kind of the idea. I don't know what the truth is there, but either way, the Justin and Eliza thing just wasn't going to work out. But one thing that is working out is you guys have been crushing it with all the nice positive reviews you have left the channel. So thank you guys all so much for that. And a big shout out to Bachelor Rush Hour listener, Kelly Johns, our good friend of the program. Kelly Johns is out there. Wanted to catch her eye or ear, I should say. Uh, We know she's uh, been crushing it on Instagram and TikTok, sharing her impressions. I'm excited to see what impressions she has this year for Zach Shell Cross's season. Of course, she pretty much perfected the Gabby Windy impression. So we uh, we appreciate that you've been a contributing member of the Bachelor Rush Hour community, and I thank you for listening. And to everyone else out there who's left reviews, rated us, uh, followed, subscribed, liked, shared it with your Facebook community, means the world to me, and that's the grassroots effort we need to keep growing this channel. And I will continue to sort of find the sweet spot of which videos from YouTube should make their way to the audio format. They don't all do. Today, only two of my four YouTube clips made it here. So if you want to catch the other videos, go to YouTube, search Dave Neal, and go find them there. So thanks so much. Until tomorrow, I've been Dave Neal, and this is Bachelor Rush Hour. Bachelor Rush Hour.